This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I have to go. There's a new Blink-182 song. We dive deep into the newest Blink song, Parking Lot. Why is everyone being such dicks about this? I like the song. People are like, this is the worst Blink song yet. (laughs) The target curve might be a little too extreme for my childhood, actually. We also get a look at what Scott's been up to. If you see Scott Rayner playing Carousel by Blink-182 and you have a sidekick, you (laughs) ask around to find an iPhone. And as always, we check in with Tom. Everyone thinks this movie is about skateboarders and UFOs. It's not. (laughs) If there are two things Tom knows about, it's skateboards and UFOs. Take your pants off. Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And this has been a pretty big week. Yes. Uh, we got... We're back. We're back. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> first off, blink aside, it's been pretty busy at the uh, Take Off Your Pants and Podcast headquarters. Uh, yeah. We've kind of uh, began launching our uh, Podcast 2.0, I guess. Yeah, it's like season two. Yeah. See, that's a better... Yeah. Season two of Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. Uh, this time uh, with a general better social media presence. Well, we're just trying to, you know, so, you know, pitch, pitch, pitch. Yeah, Twitter, we figure Twitter, basically Twitter, like the hi- after the hiatus, like why not come back and like try and do it better than before. Yeah, and bigger and better. Bigger and better. Uh, There's also, we, which we should talk about maybe about next week because we didn't get prepared. Uh, we missed Blink Tribute too. Yeah. On Reddit. Yeah, and we were there for the uh, the first one, which was all the side projects, right? Well, there's the first one. Oh, the first, and then the, the first one. Project. Yeah, the first one was just songs, and we did Josie. Yeah, we submitted our cover of Josie, uh, and then for the second one was the side projects. We <laughs> were one of the lone transplants <laughs> submissions, and we did way out of, way on my mind by the transplants. Yeah. And we were since we were sort of in like. Where can incapacitated for where the last can people couple months. go to check those out if they haven't heard them already? Because well, they're pretty just, cool. Like us, our submissions. If it's just Blink Twenty Two. Um, it's a Reddit members tribute to Blink Twenty Two, and uh, they actually just put one up, and we missed the you know the sign up for it, so we didn't put a new one on there. Which yeah. we've we've been able to do it. It's just that bands one or Brad's one man band puts this together, and yeah, so he just put a new one. It's awesome he does that. Like they've all been really cool. Like the the submission, you know, it's a large uh, submission from random people on the internet. So you get what comes with that. And yeah. but it's all just a lot of like super uh, stoked people writing like into Blink and trying to like do their own spin on it. And I I, I think there's something to get from any of them. They're they're fun to listen to. Yeah. So the volume two just got put out. Um, it's for a good cause, Red Fred Project, and uh, yeah, go listen to it. We're not on it this time, but uh, I've yeah. heard about hand. I've heard about half of them. Yeah, and, I heard this. Uh, I heard this one sucks though because we're not on it. <laughs> yeah. I think people are like, oh yeah, it kind of is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> but it is. There's some. The ones I've heard so far are pretty awesome, and maybe we'll like pick our favorites next week or something. Yeah, but, that, uh, we should do that. Um, and if you, any listeners, uh, if you want to. Uh, Write into us. Let us know uh, what you uh, what you like in any one of those. Um, if there's a song in there that you think was like particularly good or something, um, that'd be fun to highlight because there's a lot in all of them. And um, you know, it's kind of it'd be kind of nice to find a couple of those needles in the haystack that are that are pretty pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like I mean, I'm sure he's gonna do another one since this was so successful. So we'll make sure we we pop on the next one. Yeah, but but yeah, so that's cool. That's some news. Um, there was something, I mean, they, they're also, I mean, this is kind of older news, I guess. But we didn't really cover it last week. It was like Blink is like pretty going pretty hard on the touring this year. Like they're touring basically yeah, from we, now until July. We, so had, we had the conversation off mic uh, a while ago where you were just kind of saying like Blink is touring a lot. And I was like, yeah, they're like a band. Yeah. <laughs> they're like a normal band again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the it's kind of crazy to see like the contrast, I guess, of like, oh yeah, this is what like a normal working band looks like. It's pretty cool, and we one thing that was exciting to see is uh, the band Waves touring with them. Yeah, uh, I think we're probably the most excited people that I've heard. <laughs> like, I haven't heard anyone really talk about this. No, but Waves yeah. is fucking awesome, yeah. and you guys should all check out Waves. They're like what pop punk like should be in 2017, I think. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's like. 
it's pretty exciting because it's like stuff band I would have like loved to see with them, um, you know, on tour with them and stuff. And, yeah. And uh, just kind of like what we were kind of talking about, like bands like Joyce Manor and these more smaller time kind of like pop punky bands. Yeah. And, but a know, little bit, a little different, a little more uh, like garagey and and mm-hmm. and and raw in a way that some of the other pop punk stuff of today like the um five seconds of summer like that kind of angle with it you know it's not that at all it's more of just like the stuff you would have watched in like a friend's basement kind of thing yeah and stuff like the kind of like where you know blink came from sort of situation yeah i mean i i'd say like dude ranch era blink mm-hmm. level of like it doesn't quite sound, doesn't like, sound that, like that but but, but but that's like the level of of production i think that these bands <laughs> well have. maybe not like yeah i guess you could say that but right so <laughs> but yeah they it's they're great and uh, they have a bunch of albums and stuff uh i'm one off the top of my head i remember is um i want to meet dave grohl's been one of my favorites on them oh so check check that out yeah uh, <laughs> i'm a king of the beach man myself One of those because there was a cool trend for a little while, like kind of surf rocky sort of things, and for surf garage, I guess. Sort yeah, of the trend that was like a couple years ago sort of kind of blew up for a second. And like the bur- the Burger Records, uh, if anybody yeah. knows what that is, um, kind of seen. well, and this is different from Burger Records. Burger Records is LA, yeah, uh, and Waves is I don't know if you know is this, it New York or something, San Diego. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I think that's also kind of cool that they're. Uh, they're kind of highlighting a yeah, San I'm Diego sure they're band. big fans in the day and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I guarantee it, yeah. So, yeah, the Czech Knights Waves with two Vs, so. Yeah, W-A-V-V-E-S. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, it looks like two, like It looks two like a W, w almost, yeah, but yeah. it's just two Vs. It's kind of, that's a kind of a thing, too, that those, all, always. Those is creative like types. Always. It's because basically what happened is all the band names are taken, so you just have to start. <laughs> you have to start letters. just making up words, yeah, and like a different lettering system. Just to have like a cool name like Waves, yeah, you have to have you have to add an extra letter in there, yeah. Like Always is a cool name band name, but you have to have instead of a a W, it's two V's, you know. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that kind of weird thing. Yeah, it's not like the '60s where you could just take a noun and put the in front of it. It'd be the band, the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't do that anymore that's all they're all taken like it's insane trying to find like a band name like basically all you gotta do is go and see if that website exists or it's bought or something like right. that or just spotify right and everything is taken yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what you have to start doing is you take you everyone you all your band this is your secret to picking the band name people just telling you Wait, hold on. This where, is inside this is, how, where'd you get this information? Because it was, was, this, was this inside from what? Because <laughs> I was there when this happened for a band. Oh, okay, okay. So this is a real life rock so, and roll story. Yeah. So everybody, like in the band or whoever's around, basically puts uh, has like pieces of paper. Like maybe they all get like four piece, four pieces of paper each. Okay. And they all put one word on the pieces of paper. <laughs> and, this is like a creative writing exercise. Yeah. And then you put them all in a hat and you draw them out and you, and you draw them out like three at a time or two at a time, yeah. whatever you want your aim to be. Say you want three letter things in it. Right. Then you just like put them on out and you're like, okay, um, the thin bloods <laughs> and you go all right that sounds good is uh, that is that how then that i ends? remember i think so i think bloods and thin were yeah I, I think it ended up you have all basically what will happen is you might not have the ex- perfect name but you might have them all laid out in the thing and you can easily just like move things around and yeah <laughs> all right you heard it here first folks uh if you want to generate a name, just follow, uh, follow Ryan. It's not too like insider pro tip. <laughs> I mean, it's really um, anything that's like close to you. You're like, oh, this is gonna be mean something. It's yeah. already been taken. Simpsons did it's it. It's already been taken. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Yeah. Anything that's close to you has already been taken. So don't bother. <laughs> so uh, immediately sell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, that's cool. Uh, was there any other news? Uh, did anything else happen, Ryan? I don't. Th- I don't hmm. think there was. Anything except for a song, a new Blink-22 song. Uh, oh, that... my God. Was this, uh, did we confirm this was the same guy who, because this did, did this leak at no, any it point? got released. It like, just got released. It was like put on YouTube in the lyric video. <laughs> so we can assume, it was lined up we can the... all assume Ben has been murdered then. Was that his name? Ben, yeah, it was, oh, yeah his ben. name was Ben. His name was Ben. <laughs> Clearly they have solved the Ben problem yeah, at Camp Blink-182. Because they had like, you know, the whole... Uh, pre-release thing all set up to go with this release like it was just right. like this is we're dropping this right now yeah so it wasn't leaked which is surprising it's surprising that the album isn't even out there yet leaked somewhere because yeah. uh from hearing on reddit that people have heard it and all this stuff yeah. like um i think it's getting people are getting more close ties with this stuff and know how to stop that from happening yeah. i feel like it also might be out there i mean we might not just not be aware no of it. we would know if it was I mean, maybe I would you know say that you, th- you think that now, but you don't know. You don't know what the world is like. It's 2017, Ryan. <laughs> it was the dark. It could be on the dark web. That's true. Uh, so, <laughs> well, we did hear a song. Uh, parking lot. What was your? Uh, where were you when you first heard <laughs> parking lot? I first heard it. Um, a buddy of the friend of the show, Kieran. He was actually back in the day a uh, big blink like had a blink one and two fan website and everything and he texted me asking if I heard the song yet and I was just like what what like I texted <laughs> it back to him like what what <laughs> and I didn't even know and uh, I was at work at the time I think I was like in the morning meeting and I just like went to my office and like shut the door <laughs> he like, left the meeting no like I know it was over uh, <laughs> and, like, to play the song I have to go. <laughs> Yeah. What's it, on? What's wrong, Ren? There's a new Blink-182 song. Yeah. So I had to... Um, so I left and to listen to it at work, and I was just like... All of a sudden, it's like... Bum, bum. I was like, what? Yeah, it doesn't bum, start bum, out. Bum, bum. Yeah. Dun, dun. It starts out like... Uh, almost like the... Part of Creep, of creep and Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, and then that's where I... Where were you? Uh, I was also at work. Uh, I got the text from you. I assume after Kieran passed it on to you. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens with any Blakoy Two thing. Is like it's passed around to like these six people, <laughs> right? Um, it was in the morning, yeah. And I just you know put my earbuds on and and I was just at my desk working. Uh, so I I put it on and yeah, it was the same kind of thing. I was like immediately like, whoa, this is different. This <laughs> well, it's is- kind of funny because it's the first track. Like we have the track list actually. We should talk about that too if we have time. Yeah. But uh, it's the first song on the deluxe right. edition. And it totally is like I could see this being the deluxe edition if that's like another album in, in a way. I could see this being like it's cynical. Like it's super fast. That it's- or like to me, everyone was always talking about the end. Um, Why isn't Bohemian Rhapsody a full song? Mm. And like, I feel like think of that song ending, you know, and then like something about yeah, I can't quite put Put my finger finger in. (laughs) (laughs) Like it goes into yeah, and then that has that intro that's similar to like the Bohemian Rhapsody riff too. Yeah, so I think it's sort of a continuation. Damn, that sounds really cool. Have you done this like in a playlist yet? Uh, I haven't made a playlist, but I have like played it and then like. Take like the three seconds to like change it to the other one. How how was it? It's cool. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to do that myself sometime. Uh, that sounds great. I suggest the listeners do that as well. Uh, let us know if you also think is this like if this is like a wall situation where it's bleeding into the next. It's not necessarily bleeding in, but yeah. it was the same similar like, vibe. Similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I really like this song, Ryan. I, yeah. I, I, uh, it's one of my favorites I so think far of the, of Blink 2.0 or I, 3.0. I, I agree a hundred percent. I think it might be probably one of the best songs in California, if not the best. Are we counting? Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Are we counting these now, uh, in comparison to other California songs? Are we counting I this as so. its own thing? I think it is because. So where does this rank in the California pantheon you don't have to rank everything in california but like what is this immediately kind of like above or and below around cynical is like one of the top hits and stuff like she's out of her mind and san diego and uh even kings of the weekend i like that song oh so, yeah kings of the weekend's great so i think it's in that top 
it's definitely in the top five of, of the tracks. I feel like, and uh, I think it does count as as the same. This is a continuation, at least this song. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of the same um, kind of lyrical things going on in it, and it's like stylistically, it's the same. Yeah, like, general themes. definitely. I think the production. I listened to this a lot, and I was trying to kind of just pick up on what was different and, you know, what I was hearing. Cause I know they recorded a lot of stuff that was, you know, and it, so these were new recordings and I feel like, um, they clearly went for the same kind of overall production style, but I do think it was maybe just a notch more in the guitar. raw yeah. and guitar. Yeah. yeah. The guitars are turned up just a little bit and there's a little bit less effects on, especially Skiba's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like I was, going back to California and kind of re-listening to ski, like this is easily the, the least processed Skiba's voice has been on blink 182. Mm-hmm. Like it sounded, especially that first verse, mm-hmm. it just sounds like straight Matt Skiba in a way that he hasn't sounded really on blink. Yeah. I, I really think he came like this song just feels like on his parts, even Mark's parts, like everything kind of just came together really well. And I yeah. don't know if this is one that they did, before didn't maybe they didn't finish or maybe it was yeah. one they recorded afterwards like I mean, it nice feels to that, like but. something that they did it feels like an evolution like so i want to assume that it, it's recent because it, i feel like because you know they did the whole thing with california where they split up the tracks and it was 50 50 but i feel like they didn't quite have the um like juxtaposition that mark and tom had whereas like those different parts were like when Tom sang, it was like way different than when Mark sang. And in these ones, it was like the parts were, it didn't really matter who was singing them. It was just, they split them up. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I mean, there were a few exceptions, uh, but this This one, one. I I feel like this is like the moment where like Matt has a very Matt Skiba verse and Mark has a very (laughs) Mark verse, even like the down to the lyrics, right? You know, like it's just everything about it is different when it's Skiba, you know, you know, his like story, of a little like rebellion is what like drunk on, on a train to, in Chicago. Yeah, and he just starts to, like drunk show. on a train, but, Chicago. And they're gonna fight and like a fight they can't pay, win or pay, pay for or whatever it is. And yeah, and then Mark is what does he say? Like they're at the Target parking. Yeah, lot he's like skateboarding. Can't wait till they get off work at the Target parking <laughs> no, lot. He goes, can't wait till they get to work and meet my friends, friends at, at the, the Target, Target curb. curb. And you can't help but like bob your head yeah. to the left and right when you're listening yeah, to the car. Bro. <laughs> it is so nursery rhyme. Yeah, kind of even thing. the music changes. Like it's yeah, like he's bouncing. Change. Like do, 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 it goes, do, do, yeah, the drums change too. They're like this. And there's that. It's totally different. Like Beach Boysy like thing. Yeah. Which meanwhile Matt is like boots and prices yellow free. No, it's uh, and it's I yeah I absolutely love that like Mark coming in because it definitely feels different and then they kind of come together again in the choruses and stuff and yeah i like it a lot like it's probably one of the most replayable songs i think on the on the album so far yeah i um i 100 percent agree i think the chorus is catchy and i like how kind of like it just seems like the band is so tight like i love the kind of like rhythmic like machine gun like dun 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 and they're all just like on it and then it like explodes from there into the verse and just like is just kind of all over the place it just is so energetic mm-hmm. which i think um i've seen some some people kind of criticize travis's drumming on this as like all over the place but i think it's like perfect for what the song yeah, is going like for to ca- ca- catch up or something yeah or it's something. Like, it yeah it sounds like this whole song just sounds like someone like sprinting off and you know like it's has so much energy i think um kind of like cynical in that way like and more so than most of the california mm-hmm. album yeah i think it's up it's pretty damn awesome there's a and there's this interesting like as far as like people always you know maybe complaining like juvenile lyrics or something this is about memories and they're being erased. Like it's basically what they're like make paint pictures of, you know, them, you know, tearing down your favorite venue to, you know, for condos or gentrification or whatever it is. Yeah. A lot of people were saying like, like, uh, what's on fuck this. Well, (laughs) it's fuck this place. Let's build this place. Let's put up a parking lot, put up a parking lot. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's definitely like about just kind of like looking back and saying like, fuck this, like, yeah, like put a, putting up a parking lot, I feel like is always associated with like 
getting rid of something that was worthwhile and replacing it with something just useless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like that one song. Uh, what is it? Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell. Save paradise and put up a parking lot. So I definitely thought of that too, this first time I heard the song and it can't get that out of my head. Yeah. Well, that's it for sure. Like, Do you think that was like an homage? Yeah, I think so too. And, uh, you know, there's like that Mark verse talks about the Smiths and the Violent Femmes and then we both Listen to the Smiths and the Violent Femmes. Yeah, the One Last Kiss is a Violent Femmes song. So it's like... Yeah, it's about like it's kind of the same thing. Like it's it I, I I love it. Like I think it's great and um like yeah, just the ideas of this like finally kind of Matt kind of figured out his place and he's always talked about like Blink's about like, you know, youth and this thing and yeah. and he's finding his place of how what, and, how to write for it and everything. And and what's cool about the place he's finding is it's different than Mark's. Like Mark's uh, Mark uh had a pretty like suburban white dude in Southern California life. And Matt had something that was like a little bit different than that. It's, you know, a little bit more more, street. (laughs) Yeah. More rough around the edges, you know, Mm -hmm. like his play and, and so his perspective and even the music around it for his verse, uh, reflects that. And it doesn't come off as like, uh, he's putting on airs in the way that it could, you know, Mm -hmm. easily, I think. Um, frankly, I think in the way some Tom, you know, the way Tom can, where he's mm. like, put it be, I don't know, like what he's kind of trying to pretend to be, you know, mm. it just seems very authentic and it's different and that's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think that's a good, I, I, uh, thing to point out is that uh, music's different for both their verses and how just kind of vanilla in a way Mark's, uh, you know, memory is compared to like his, yeah. uh, reflects in the music th- itself. And, uh, it's not like Mark's trying to be someone he's not, you know, mm-hmm. they're just talking about hanging out and it sounds more like our, like my, uh, you know, upbringing, I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like- I'm definitely firmly in the Mark camp <laughs> as far as like what my childhood was like. I mean, the target curve might be a little too extreme yeah. for my childhood, actually. I was more just... Oh, no, I my, was definitely a target My curb. curb. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> we would... I, the the I couch a, playing my Dreamcast. <laughs> I had a friend that lived in a, a townhouse that had a target in the back, basically behind it. And we would jump the fence with our skateboards <laughs> and run all the way to the other side Oh, my of God. Thing. Where do you think you would have thought of this song? <laughs> How old were you then? Uh, it would have been probably seventh grades ish. Okay, so seventh so. grade is still a thing that's around. Target's still around. So yeah. possibly there's someone out there who's kind of similar to your situation. What do you think you would have thought hearing this song as a seventh grader? Oh no, it would be totally like hit you right in the, the place, you know, like <laughs> just exactly right. And I think could you imagine sitting at a Target curb and like you're sitting there hanging out and some dude is like, "Hey Rain, check this out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I was, I sucked at skateboarding, so everyone else was like good. So I was, yeah, and Mark, I'd be the one sitting. Mark the is like curve. sitting at the target curve where everyone's like, eh, "Matches broke his man." <laughs> yeah, like he what's what is his line? Uh, or he says, uh, "I rolled my, my ankle." ankle. Yeah, Mad- that's my more my thing. Like I would just roll my ankle, like trying to do like an ollie. Yeah, and just like a little stupid thing. Love, yeah, Matt's talking about getting in like drunk on the train and getting in like fights at clubs and mark is like i roll my ankle <laughs> yeah so it fits perfect and yeah but it's all it, it all rings true and and yeah. it and and it becomes like it it makes the idea of like okay they want blink to be about youthful energy and all that kind of thing it it makes that idea like worthwhile and it's more than just hearing the same thing of like i like girls or you know yeah, boring well, stuff it's kind of like funny. you're seeing the way that people like get out there energy in two very different ways yeah and uh what's interesting too is and i will probably get into it seems like the internet hate of this uh oh yeah let's get in we but, should get into it yeah but the one thing i wanted to bring up was like people might pr- talk about like i can't believe they're still singing about this stuff they're like 40 year old men kind of thing and we were talking about this off mic i believe that like you write about what you know but all their kids are like teenagers now or yeah. at least mark and travis's right and uh, so now they're kind of like they probably have this new outlook about like right. their kids and stuff, and they're able to put themselves in that place of them type of thing. Yeah, and, and I'm going to throw cool. this out there. I think that if you're a parent and your kids are approaching teenager, mm-hmm. or they and, are teenagers, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. Um, so you're a parent, your kids are teenagers, and you've built a career. 
your sort of like peak in popularity was essentially market, you know, playing music to teenagers. Mm -hmm. You might be like reflecting on what is it like, what is it about that kind of age and, Mm -hmm. and what are my kids going through and what, how is that similar to what I went through and the people I like, that's probably something that's on their mind pretty heavily right now, just naturally. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't uh, feel weird to me that they're writing about it. And so far it hasn't really felt forced. Mm -hmm. Like, like they weren't singing about like, you know, Mark is not singing about, for example, growing up in like the mean streets. Like, you know, that would seem maybe a little weird yeah. if, you know, Matt is like, boots and brace, you know, that'd be. Yellow laces. Yellow laces. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it seems like I think they aren't mutually ex- like just because they're 40 it doesn't mean what do they what do you want to write about like what do you think what do you expect 40 means like do you think when you turn 40 like they're just thinking about taxes it's like they're like psychological or space issues or, or like <laughs> space <laughs> or, yeah. and war and yeah bombs. just like they have to be depressed when they turn 40 and have to write about like you know yeah, the depressing song is like the um there's something such a lonely place kind of thing about my kids not going to be. Yeah. The depressing song is my kids are going to leave. Yeah. What am I going to do? Cause this has been my life. You know, who am I going to play video games with? Yeah. That's kind of the, Oh, that's, that's a sad image. It's different. That is just sitting there like with a one joy con (laughs) on the Nintendo switch and like, I want to play one, two, looking at the other one and home is such a lonely, lonely places in the background. You sound like your voice is going to crack saying that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm going to break. That's beautiful. It does sound like that, no, right? No, but I'm just saying, like, that is, like, Blink-182 was never the hard asses type of band. Therefore, no, as the, much as the uh, photographs on the back of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket would have you to believe. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, like, we're old enough to have kids, but we don't. But like there's people that are age. I mean, we should say for, for the listeners, we're we're significantly younger than Blink, though. We're, oh, yeah. we're in our late twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, say suit yourself. Well, almost speak for yourself. Well, you're still in your late twenties. <laughs> uh, no, I want to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, I'm just yeah, I'm just saying like it's um that's probably how they're reflecting and then putting it out on songs yeah. like this where it's just like why not write about memories? It's fun and I think it's if yeah. as long as it's still good and catchy, it's it's all right by me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I don't hope that this is what every album no, I mean, is no, like no. from now on. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily expect that. Maybe, uh, you no, know, I, I, I always like for them to try something weird, you know, but yeah, me, yeah, me too. Uh, I, and I, I do kind of expect the deluxe to be generally like that. I think it's going to have a wide variety. I think, I think we, I think it's going to be pretty much like California was with maybe three at most kind of, noticeably different songs mm. Interesting. that's my guess like more different than this one mm-hmm. but that i mean that's just my i think yeah i think there'll be two more songs my prediction. Like that are, are like this i think and then i think the rest are either going to be we'll probably get something that's like los angeles at least one of those songs we'll probably <laughs> what, get what do you mean by one of those songs <laughs> like let's just write something weird like or just like try to are, are when you know. say one of those los angeles songs in your mind does that mean a failed experiment <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the thing is I, i'm cool with that i like i, no, I, like, I like some experimental okay that's i'm with you there i want like, those. as listeners of the show if will it fails, know it i like fail. los angeles like, and, ryan and, doesn't and i like uh, but we're both behind experiments i like um what is it the uh I was fighting the gravity, so yeah, and people don't like that. So I don't like that one. Yeah, so but yeah. I like that. You like Los Angeles. Right. I hate it. You're cool. Yeah. yeah, but I do. I appreciate <laughs> in the same way you probably do Los Angeles. I appreciate. Like I'm glad it exists. Fighting yeah, the gravity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're and you're probably right. We'll, we'll probably get just one weird ass, and then song there'll probably that, one that, more. That'll slow probably one. be like fighting the gravity in Los Angeles. I I bet people. Will, some people will like swear by it, mm-hmm. you know, but most people probably know. Like <laughs> well, let's get because I wanted to talk about this. Um, some of the backlash, and it seems like this is a trend with Blink's releases as far as far as <laughs> it's the last just a trend with the internet. <laughs> I don't think it's it's exclusive to Blink. True, but so basically, like it seemed like everyone and there's people like there was the posts on the Reddit's were crazy. It was either just like, is it why is everyone so being such dicks about this? I don't like the song. People were like, this is the worst Blink song yet. <laughs> It was like one end wow. or the other, like it seemed like. And uh, how is this like Worse so... Worse than Snake Charmer. I, yeah, I'm like, how is this... Why? What What do you want this to be? Like, what are you expecting? Like, and everyone's talking about it's clean and Feldman's fucking ruining everything. And even Mark commented on that. 
Did you hear, see that tweet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone said, said like, someone said, like, why do you keep putting na na nas? And Mark <laughs> wrote, John Feldy makes me put the na na nas. <laughs> <laughs> or he makes me sing the na na nas. Yeah. Which is a great I just imagine with like a pitchfork like <laughs> more na na nas. <laughs> but yeah, like I I mean for me na na nas they fit in that song well. And uh I mean Yeah, could I judge get, could I, it be I feel something like, else? Sure. I feel like you right. want to judge a na 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 on the song by song basis. <laughs> it fits the song. And also the theme of the album. The, the album has a lot of Yeah, and that's the thing for me where again, it, this is probably something I feel more strongly about the general tone, but it's something where I'm totally fine with it being like, this is a thing for the album. Like, oh, you got also a lot this. of like this style. But if they keep doing it, I, I will be okay. like, if album two is using this many na na na's, I'll be a little bummed. Me too. But for right now, it just seems like it's kind of this kind of hook within the whole album. So it this makes is, sense. This is what I was thinking with it. So we just lost Chuck Berry. <laughs> R.I.P. Where's this going? R.I.P. Chuck yeah. Berry. And Chuck Berry. Every song started with every yeah. song started that way. Yeah. Uh this is basically this is Chuck the, uh this is their intro. Chuck, this is their two note riff or whatever, yeah. the two string riff. Yeah, that's that's it. It's yeah, maybe. Why not? If that's a conscious choice by them, uh I make, put a little bit in here the 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 Chuck Berry thing yeah. and put like three different songs. Three different yeah. intros, and it's oh, all the same yeah, thing. It and is. Did you think people were complaining yes, back then? No one. Can't, no believe, one. can't believe he's doing that again. Yeah, did you see any obituary written about him recently that was like, you know, uh, guitar hack Chuck Berry? <laughs> <laughs> like, there, be honest, he was like, I mean, I was listening to Mark Marin, and he was talking about some of his the stuff Chuck Berry got into later in life, like oh, kind of yeah. a creepy kind of. I don't really know anything about this. Yeah. I've, I've kind of, I yeah, I frankly, uh, I I I'm aware there's some like stuff, but I honestly I don't know what it is, so I feel bad saying anything right True. now. True, but way or the other. he read uh, "Roll Over Beethoven" as like a poem on the show. Uh-huh. Mark Marin did, and like it's basically. It's pop punk. It's pop rock. Is it? It's like it's that's it's, a, it's it all was. there. That same kind it, of the same like spirit that's behind like the parking rhy- lot. Like the rhymes, like just like the rhyming and like what it's talking about and the kind of like plays on words and stuff. And should we do? Should we do a pop punk cover <laughs> of Rollover Beethoven? <laughs> they probably already is one. I'm sure, but. Well, there's there's other there's other songs like other Chuck right. Berry songs that would be fit even better. Classic INFP. <laughs> well, actually, uh, there's probably a better song out there that besides Roller Beethoven. Uh, you know, Johnny Be Good actually might lend itself yeah, more right? to punk rock riff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like it's it's a thing in music is kind of uh, it's a signature in a way. Yeah. But uh, so that was one of the complaints I saw was the na na's. Um, I will say regarding you mentioned the clean production. Uh, every time I was listening to the I, parking lot. Uh, it, you just mentioned it in passing. You didn't really elaborate on it. You just said people were saying it was too clean. Well, for something like or complain about Feldman making it sound. Yeah, clean or right. The, yeah, um, and I don't think so on this one. No, and well, the thing is, I I had it uh, the when it was on Spotify, it just went into the singles from like all the small things. Yeah, or so it just kept going into all the small things, and. I, I, anyone who has that criticism, like, do that and like tell me, like, that this, to this the, is a noticeably harder and faster song than, than like all the small things. A palm muting and all the small things, yeah, during the verses is like the same as the boom, boom, boom. It's like the same tone almost. In a yeah. Way. Oh, and you know, as far as Feldman's production goes, I think that he leans a little bit. I, I don't know if this is him actually, but the mixing of this stuff. Um, is the only thing I don't particularly like. like I just drums more forward or something. I actually feel like the drums are, are um, the, my favorite thing about them are the drums. I think that they're they're highlighted in a cool way. That's um, and they're they're produced in such a snappy way that I haven't really heard before, and I just think it really lends itself to Travis's play style and the idea of Blink is. Um, uh, those three musicians. I like the idea of making the parts as distinct as possible mm-hmm. in a Blink album. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like his tones he gets out of the guitar and actually, especially the bass too. Um, the bass and the drums, I just feel like are awesome. The guitar is like pretty good. I think like he he's pretty close there. I just think that the guitar it's mixed like a pop album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, percussion and vocals. Yeah, and then 
And that's, I don't, again, I, I, he's probably the one doing that, but that's more of a mixing thing. As far as the production goes, I think everything sounds really good. Yeah, I think it's just what they're going for is the pop type of thing. But they're, this, they're this still, I, I think, is less so. The vocals are quieter. Yeah. I, I was comparing this to Rabbit Hole, which is, I think, the best comparison on mm. um on uh, California and, and the vocals are noticeably like quieter on this for sure. But it's still, if you compare this like back to back with um, e- even all the small things uh, as poppy as that is, the song might be poppier, but the, the, uh, the vocals are a little quieter mm-hmm. and the guitar is more. And I think it has something to do with just like the time as well as like, like when those that came out, that was fucking almost 20 years ago now. And yeah, so well, it's and like you, you have to keep in mind, like you weren't that far removed from grunge and where like guitar was a huge thing. And that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that whole mid nineties, Yeah, we're closer to grunge for all small things than we are now, you know, way closer. I mean, it was just, uh, what do you say? Like peak grunge, like 94, two or three or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you're just like five or so years away from it. Five, mm-hmm. six years. Uh, that you know think of that in terms of nowadays what what came out five five or so years ago 20 what like uh 2012 (laughs) were we talking yeah i mean so that's it's not crazy to imagine you'd be strongly influenced by that kind of stuff i mean it's it's what it is and i'm having fun with it um the other thing is is kind of like um gang vocals is a is a big that was your i remember when we talked about it you said the first thing you said is like I'm not crazy about those gang vocals, which I was it's, actually not sure if you liked the song initially. No, it's was... grown on me a lot, those gang vocals. And I think it's just, um, I think if it was like, say it wasn't that, it would be like what they did in like, say, um, Feeling This, where, you know, they recorded, put the mics really far away from Tom in like a, yeah. like a hallway kind of thing. I would prefer that. I think I would too. And so I think that's just a sign of the times as far as like, this is what pop punk sounds like right now. We're putting this in here. And the thing is, is that's going to sound really cool live, you know, kind of thing. That will, yeah. So I, I do, what I kind of missed from the gang vocals that, um, I don't know, you get from the Tom standing far away in the shower <laughs> is it, it still stays with those identifiable voices. And when you have the, the gang vocals, it, it's sort of like it could be anybody mm-hmm. like singing it because it's just a bunch of people. Yeah. And it loses like the distinctiveness that, that you have with the, the musician you're listening to and, and blink, especially that's one of their strengths has always been. And I think still is that they, no one sounds quite like them. Mm-hmm. Like they have this certain something that's a little, yeah, that kind of puts them into like that category. Again, yeah. And, and, and so once you get to the gang vocals, it, literally could be anybody because mm-hmm. just the, by its very nature. Right. Yeah. So you're missing some of that. Yeah. That's really my only, I would say it'd be like a 10 out of 10. If it like if that was the only thing, it was maybe different. Yeah. I'm probably with you. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it like a good, a good eight, like a high eight. Not even a nine. Uh, it's not like, I mean, okay. So first when I say eight, like <laughs> as a bl- I, as blink it's a, songs, it's a go. high, it's a high, all right. Yeah, maybe not. Like eight is good. I'm using the full <laughs> ten here. Like not every song is getting an eight. And yes, it's in it's in the Blink Pantheon. Uh, a strong eight. Uh, this would be, I think, one of the better songs if it were on California. Mm-hmm. Um, my the only thing I would say is like not good about it, or you know that I you know preventing it from me liking it more. I don't think maybe I'll change about this, you know, because it's still like what we're a week out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the. I don't know if it's like necessarily the catchiest chorus and mm. the fact that it like kind of cribs the melody from parking lot, even if it is like an homage. Yeah. It's just a little, it's a little weird. I, I I've, I've grown to like those little like yeah. homages for some reason. Like, uh, I got to a couple of bands that would kind of do that kind of thing. And, uh, I get a kick out of that for some yeah. reason. So maybe, like maybe my feelings me. will change over time. Uh, but yeah, so no, yeah, I feel like it's it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little bummed by some of the internet hate, but yeah, I don't it's know. Kind of a bummer. It's I, the thing I, is, I we feel, talked about this that like next, in a week or two, they'll be like, oh no, I kind of like it. Yeah, and it's not to say like I don't, you know, if people don't like the song, they don't like the song, you know. I just like the thing is, people that don't like stuff are the loudest voices, and then yeah. I know like Mark's like in there, like on yeah. Twitter, like seeing that shit. Yeah, that's that's what you're right. There's people who don't like stuff are the loudest voices, and it's like. There's so many people out there who I know when they listen to this song were just like, fuck yeah. And I bet that was most people. And it's like, <laughs> well, we're doing our part to, uh, to <laughs> totally, make. yeah. Cause I mean, 
yeah, it, it's something, um, it's cool and it's fun. And here's the thing too. I put this in here. People still like bring up Tom, like this would be so much better with Tom or something like that. And I kind of wrote down here that like, um, like it's kind of a, a um, hypocritical of people saying Tom, uh, you know, would do what he wants to do. And with Blink-182 and Feldman's making people do this type of thing. Right. And it's kind of more just like, well, if you think Feldman is just making everyone do stuff, just replace that with Tom. <laughs> he's just making everyone do stuff. Yeah. And there, and if Tom was making everyone do stuff, we wouldn't have two al- uh, yeah, albums him, him worth of Blink material. Stuff is, is nothing. We wouldn't have two albums worth of Blink material in one year. And yeah. we wouldn't and have more on Blink- the way. Yeah. And well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like we're going to have basically two albums in one year from Blink-182. Right. And they wouldn't be touring right now either. Like right. it would, it would basically be nothing. It would be, uh, probably still be waiting for that album. Yeah. We still be waiting or, you know, Tom has no EP interest or something. Yeah. So it's the type of thing of like, would you rather have, I mean, I guess you don't have to like it. Like we're not saying you have to like the song. Yeah. It's kind of like it, the circumstances are what they are. Like you can't have old Tom back. Mm-hmm, no. So it's like, do you want this or do you want Tom? Yeah, because like if you yeah, 2017 Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah, you I mean you can't turn back. I feel like we're coming down a little hard on Tom. But it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm. I, I think Blink. You know, if he were in it all the way, I think it'd be great. Yeah, 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 but for yeah, sure. He's just not. You know, and his heart. Hasn't yeah, it's been in it. it's tough. It's tough to you know. It's something you have to accept. We accepted this years yeah. ago. Yeah, you just gotta accept it. <laughs> Tom's great. Uh, have fun with like the dudes you have, you know? Yeah. Like, you have Mark there. And people, people change. Yeah. And, uh, and you meet Skibas and yeah, and it, you, you've been introduced to a whole new world with Matt Skiba. Yeah. And he seems excited. And the thing is, is I remember, I think it's like, is it comedians or like musicians? Someone said that, uh, you're not giving the audience permission to have fun. If you're not having fun up on stage, basically, I don't remember who said that, but it's um, a good line. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm going to just take credit. I said, yeah, I, I Ryan, you that. said that, right? Yeah, I said that. Nice. <laughs> I think actually I, I read that in your journal. I was, oh, I was okay. Was cool. On <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing is like, um, they look like they're having fun and they're writing cool stuff and they're active and they're going ham. Yeah. So ride the, well, the very fact that they're active is a sign that they're pretty functional. They clearly like each other. Like yeah. in interviews, it, it seems like they ended up, clicking like it seems like skiba has been a better fit than we we could have really mm-hmm. i i expected not that i w- didn't expect a lot but i just i think it's been kind of crazy like the yeah. chemistry between them is obvious and it's pretty great well uh we've kind of forgot to bring this up but speaking of other um i mean you have anything else you want to say about uh no no go uh members of blink one a2 ex-members of blink one a2 there was a Scott video passed around. Recently. Oh yeah! Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a like Instagram video of Scott playing what, what, Carousel. Hold on. So we got what's up with Tom? Do we need <laughs> <laughs> what's up with Scott before we? Get no, to- no, no. What's up with Scott? But maybe like, uh, um, what, what's what's like <laughs> what rhymes with Scott? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Renor. Scott um, Rainer. Renor. Uh, there has to be something. Somebody right now is listening and like screaming, like Scream, an idea for what's up with Scott. Look at that could be called. Oh, write in your the best what's up with Scott name. Yeah, hopefully know? there's some more Scott news and this will be <laughs> worth having a song about. Because I would like that. I, 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 it's kind of a well, it's totally his own decision if he wants to be kind of in the private life. But yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear more about his perspective on the whole thing, especially after he left Blink. Yeah, and I, I personally like. I'm aside from Blink, like I like. He's one of three people in a band I loved. I'd love to just hear what he was up to after that. Any yeah. projects he was involved in, mm-hmm. I'd love to check those and like, out. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple. There's, I know there's, we talked about this before, but AbsolutePunk.net years ago had a Scott interview. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's, there's been a few sporadic uh, interviews here and there that we uh, that might be a fun episode to do, like yeah, just a Scott cool. episode. Maybe we can talk about that interview. But uh, anyway, there was this Instagram or Snapchat video being passed around um, of him playing, and it, what it, you said that it was, um, it may have been like you know, some students of his or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I heard, well, just because I know one of the few bits of information that's went around is that he was teaching drums. And mm-hmm. this was a few years ago, I don't know, you know, even if that's true. 
But um, it's. I remember reading from whatever I did read it. It might have been like an interview or something. It sounded like more than just a guy on an internet forum saying like, "Hey, uh, turns out Scott's teaching drums now." You know. <laughs> um, so I thought seeing him with two kids, maybe this is what's kind of going on. Yeah, like a kind of the. Um uh, school of Rock type of thing. Yeah, School of Rock. Which is like real. Like yeah, there's school a of Rock. Real, we real live by thing. the School of Rock. Yeah, and the they're real School of Rock. Usually there'll be like an adult playing drums with the kids or something like that. Or maybe like there's Have you adult, seen it? Like I've seen videos and stuff of it. And oh, also okay. I think I've seen it like It's like over around. over at Revolution Hall, they'll do like uh, some pretty good shows. Like they'll do like Creep or not Creep, uh, like Radiohead <laughs> like or you know, like rock, uh, uh, David Bowie rock. night. Or yeah. Something. David Bowie night. Yeah. Metallica night. Pink <laughs> Floyd. Yeah. But yeah. So you like, I can see that, that maybe this was like him up there. It looked like two kids kind of like, messing yeah, maybe around. they weren't kids. I mean, but it, well, someone said it was like some band or some things that he might play with, but yeah. it sounded like to me that they were just like at this little like high school gymnasium or something <laughs> playing these songs. Yeah. But yeah, it was him playing play carousel. And, yeah. It, it was great. It was just so fun to watch. It wish it was a better video. It was fucking like who was someone using some like yeah. a, a sidekick from like two thousand four to film yeah, that? Right? What is with people who don't have like I get it if you don't have a smartphone, but like then don't film <laughs> stuff with it. <laughs> <laughs> or like figure out how to upload it in full quality online. Right. If you see, if you. If you see Scott Rayner playing Carousel by Blink-182 and you have a sidekick, you <laughs> ask around to find an iPhone or... or even an Android. Know, or a great... An or, yeah, a good yeah. Android. No, 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 don't even take the Android. They, the sound quality on those are usually garbage. Oh, so just the, the iPhone? The iPhone has good sound recording. Okay, so just <laughs> look for an iPhone and get that. Or an actual camera. Yeah, I mean, preferably we got 70 millimeter film, right? <laughs> At least like a you Canon T2I, like, you know, with a tel- uh, telescoping lens type of thing. Just... You know, is there is there anything else we need to cover? Because I think there's someone who might have some of those we can check in with. Um, Who is it? He used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know, what's up with Tom? So, Ryan, uh, there's been an interview with Tom that's dropped today. Oh, wow. Today being Tuesday. Today being Tuesday, yeah, uh, March, listeners, yeah, yeah, I guess that, March twenty first. Okay, uh, we're recording a day after we said we were going to record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got sucked into some uh, Gordon the Simpsons, or actually, Simpsons or season or... nine Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you were playing Star Wars Tabletop Simulator. Oh, that's right, yeah. uh, a virtual game of Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> Destiny. Great card game. Yeah, please. Uh, if anybody wants to play, I, I'm down to play some Star Wars Destiny. Oh yeah, uh, Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, hit, uh, hit me up. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, he beats me most of the time. So Mother Jones, are you familiar with Mother Jones? No. I mean, I heard of it. It's like, is it like a mixture of like um, a mothering magazine and Alex Jones like combined? Like the yeah. So this fa- is Alex Facebook uh, uh, moms. Like, yeah. Coming so together? so Alex Jones, he has a uh, a side kind of branch which is like his maternal advice. So it's like a lot of. <laughs> So Alex Jones, serious. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff with Alex Jones, um, uh, just kind of giving tips on like breastfeeding and those kind of things. No, so Mother Jones is a, uh, it's like a, um, like a uh, Huffington Post kind of thing. Mm. It's although it's it's pretty liberal. Like it's like it's like a liberal rag. Mm. Uh, not like I don't think they post generally like crazy stuff. But anyway, just so that that's what it is. Um, and they, of all people, posted a story today with a headline, The Guy from Blink-182 <laughs> Has One Hell of a Story About Aliens. <laughs> that's so straight to the point. My like, favorite thing about this headline? The Guy From? Uh, that's my second favorite thing. Okay. Hell of a? Hell of a? <laughs> One word. Oh wow! H e l l u v a. Is that a quote? Like, is it like he's saying I have a hell of a story about aliens? No, no. This is just oh, so the the guy wrote us A J Vince Vincenz. Um, so I just I just want to like give the guy credit. Um, it's basically an interview with Tom. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like actual article, and it really focuses on kind of like the Podesta stuff, which is, again like 
God, like I was sick of hearing the emails in the election and now like it's every like I just want to hear about aliens, Tom. Like t- tell me I think I said this in the the uh the when he won the award. Like where's yeah. the grainy picture of the UFO? That's what I want. This was in my backyard. Yeah, I want the foot of like the or the 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 big Bigfoot footprint, you well, know? Here's the thing. This is why. It's because Tom is the alien. And this is all to cover up well that wouldn't uh that wouldn't really be out of line with kind of some of the things tom said okay so he this interview is pretty interesting i i recommend anyone kind of check it out if you're interested in what's what's tom's been up to he doesn't really say anything about blink um the only thing he does say which is actually why don't i start with this because it's a pretty cool quote uh, if it's true I, and i assume it is it's mm-hmm pretty like uh funny so he's talking about blink and when they were first signed to a major label and he only brings it up his so the question is like so you're pretty sure you're going to succeed expanding horizons and helping people view the world differently because he kind of talks about like what he wants to do is help people change the way they see things yeah and so he says that's the quote my whole life has been completely about being underestimated i remember when blink signed to a major label we had a debut party for the signing no one came to the party only the guy who signed us. Wow. And I remember sitting there like, shit, no one likes us. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? Well, that's, I, uh, I remember on the first label we signed on to, the owner of the label made a bet we wouldn't sell more than 3,000 records. And that went on to sell millions. Uh, so yeah, so I thought that was just a little bit about, if that's true, like the thing about like when they first signed a major label, which I assume means MCA with Enema. Yeah. Uh, and they had a debut party, and the only one who came is the guy who signed them. Well, wasn't Deuterant on a major label? Uh, I think, I know Enema, I think. Maybe a Deuterant was originally not on a major label. But yeah. I, yeah, I'm not. We should know this. I think, I think. I thought we were the premium Blink-182 historian podcasters. We're <laughs> among the premium. <laughs> we uh, should know this off the top of our heads. Yeah, so I'm just accessing my head real quick. Yeah, so that was Insomniac Inner slash Interscope Records. Okay. Uh, which I don't think would be quite like a MCA. Major label. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. a label, not a major label. Okay, yeah, MCA was animal. Um Got it. Yeah, so... <laughs> So I like the, like, no, I don't like, but that's an interesting story then. And something I've never heard that Mm -hmm. that there was like, hey guys, let's have the rap party. And then no one comes. (laughs) They're like, what? So he, he talked about a lot of his projects. And one of the things he talked about is, uh, that I thought you'd be interested in Mm. is strange times. Okay. Uh, he's elaborating on it. And, uh, he said, so uh, the question, so you're you're starting work on a film? <laughs> Tom, we'll start filming in the fall. Everyone thinks this movie is about skateboarders and UFOs. It's not. <laughs> it's a coming-of-age thriller, comedy, adventure, very Spielberg in its architecture, but attacking some of the big niche paranormal subjects. I think it's more like the Goonies more than anything else. That's it? Yeah, that's it. So, so that's. <laughs> I want it to be about skateboarders and aliens. Me too. <laughs> Me too, Ryan. <laughs> well, that's funny you brought that up because I was was curious about Strange Times because I was heard about you making the movie, and I was like, I kind of like that logo, and it's I like a cool the logo. I like the it's idea. Cool. I like the sodas. Of, I think we yeah. we talked about we're, we're a big fan of the sodas. <laughs> I was kind of like, all right, like I'm kind of liking this. Um, idea like kind of skateboard punk kids and stuff and it kind of goes with yeah, the whole cool. strange uh uh what the hell is it? stranger um stranger things yeah and i was just it's a cl- it's close strange time stranger yeah. things but like a modern take on stranger things yeah could be interesting yeah, yeah definitely and it also goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the episode with like what matt and mark are doing is sort of like writing what they know yeah and Tom knows a lot about growing up riding skateboards around. <laughs> and then he likes aliens. So why not mix the two? He knows if there are two things Tom knows about, it's skateboards <laughs> and UFOs. The, the writer asked, I thought, a really good question because it's one that I've kind of been wondering. It's sort of like, so they're having this conversation about what he's trying to get across with secret machines in the accompanying nonfiction. And I, I get it, I guess. Like, so you get the um, the the fiction 
of the subject out there and then you put out the nonfiction. And he kind of described it as like what he wants to have happen is people read the fiction and they're like, oh, that's a cool story. And it made me think about some interesting ideas. I want to learn about those. Mm. And now I hit up the nonfiction. Um, so that's what those two uh, Secret Machines books are. Yeah, that's why there's the accompanying and that. It, so, but uh <laughs> I, I did, I was a little unclear though, what was the overall theme to Secret Machines Beyond Aliens Exist? Mm-hmm. And that was a question he asked. Uh, the most recent release, Secret Machines came, Gods, came out March 7th. What is the takeaway from that book? Uh, so I guess this is, so this is the most re- recent one. This mm-hmm. is the nonfiction. Yeah. The entire series is setting up a foundation of how to understand the enormity of the subject matter. Everyone wants to pin it down to aliens and flying saucers from other planets, and that's not the truth. That's almost like taking someone's quote out of context. The idea of where consciousness and quantum physics collide is where you're going to find a lot of the unidentified aerial phenomena. It has to do with human consciousness, spirituality. It has to do with religion. So God's, the first book, is setting up a foundation for people to understand that the human race is akin to what is known as a cargo cult. These started in World War II with indigenous tribes. Planes would come down and drop cargo for the troops. The tribes had never seen anything like that before. They never even had contact with the outside world, but they had saw these planes and created a religion based on them. They worshipped it, hoping that these gods would drop off cargo to them. In the book, gods were trying to set up a foundation so people can understand that all the religions of the world are a form of cargo cult. And it relates to seeing things in the sky and supernatural contact. Whoa. So that's the takeaway from Secret Machines (laughs) Gods. Uh, I think pretty clear. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. That's uh That's a quote. That is a quote. Whoa. <laughs> it's like a wind up like <laughs> That is intense. And I but I somehow sort of get what he's saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like okay. I, I'm I get what you're saying. I get it. But like But why? Well, no, but why does that have to do with the the planes or whatever? Like I mean I, Maybe I don't know. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so where's the nonfiction in this? Or I, I guess that is it like a psychology. I think it's pretty book? clear. I think it's pretty clear what it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is it? I think the description speaks for itself for what this book is. I kind of think I get it for some reason. I think I get it too. <laughs> I think I really get what this book is. What like. is it? <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I, I think it's on the it's in the quote, right? I I think I'm not I'm not being facetious. We gotta I, start the Blink Book Club and read the. I, I would love to read this book. I I suspect it's similar to this, the I, whole thing. I bet it is. It's written probably like that. Yeah. Um, that like the Chasing Shadows one, which is the not the fiction, one, right. right? That's the fiction. So it's like a story, but based on these ideas, and this is yes. like the text. Of this the, is the like. Yeah, so like you watch the the, the <laughs> Werner Herzog documentary about the grizzly bear man, and then you're like, oh, I want to learn about that. So you like Wikipedia, grizzly bear man. This is like he's providing the compendium, which I think I'll say is a very ambitious, like you're really asking a lot of the audience, but you have definitely have the opportunity to deliver a really interesting experience. Like I if, think if, so. If done well, that's a really neat idea, I think. If those books are written well and interesting, like... It's a big know. F, but I, I think the idea. Be honest, the, the idea is good. I think the yeah, the idea of like these cultures seeing flying machines, like just even in like the rainforest, like seeing a plane flying over and worshiping as a god, kind yeah. of thing, like is interesting and uh, from a certain perspective. Yeah, it's a I good think. James Cameron movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but uh, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it. It, the whole book's going to sound like that ancient whole, aliens uh, or just that it, it honestly sounds to me like uh, I have a very uh, I should show you ancient aliens sometime I think you I've seen it. ancient aliens oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan uh, and there's a guy whose writings kind of spark that whole thing and the book is called chariots of the gods um, it's 
this is all reminding me a lot of Chariots of the Gods. I wonder, it'd be interesting to uh, compare Chariots of the Gods to to this. I imagine Tom is a big fan. and uh, his, He's put up a lot of new like merch on his website, and some of pretty cool. Yeah, again, the logos for Strange Times cool. And they... <laughs> And they have like we you sent me this thing. Um, there's a new book that he had. It says Tom DeLonge presents on there, and it's called like Planet of Blood and Ice, which sounds like a game or Game, game of, Thrones. of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, uh, but I think it's, an, ice. it's like a. I bet you anything. This book that's like a new series. It's like a new trilogy, and he's putting it on his uh, To the Stars, and I bet it's Game of Thrones in space. Yeah, I mean, sounds cool. Game of Thrones <laughs> One of these in space does sound cool. I mean, like the strange times, the first book is like a graphic novel and that one it's called like a uh, curse of the super superstition mountain. Yeah. Which I think I need to get because we lived like 20 minutes from the superstition from mountains. mountain. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fun maybe to, to read them and maybe have an episode where we talk about them and then intersperse that maybe with some passages that were read out. Yeah, we should do know? that. Um, uh, this thing is no one ever talks about these books on the blink subreddit. Or the Angels Never Have subreddit. I've I've kind of looked. Oh, really? I've actually looked a while, like kind of. I don't think a lot of people are into this stuff, which is, I think we've kind of said. I think at this point he has not like the alien stuff. I think there's an audience there, in the way there wasn't really for Dreamwalker poet mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I think it, I you know we we hope we always hope the best, and we're saying they need the podcast and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would really support the idea, Tom. If you're listening, please do a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think that I'd listen. Like, I'd, a lot of people would listen to it. Yeah, I'd love it. Um, all right. Well, I think we kind of checked in with Tom. Um, yeah, we can head back in. Let's go back down to Earth. Well, we we wanted to. Um, uh, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanted to talk about. Um, you know, we kind of brought this up in the beginning of the show, but uh, we launched new Instagram, new Twitter. And, Where can uh, they find that, Ryan? It's at they're all at one eighty two podcast. Like, just search for that. Yeah, or take off your pants and podcast. You can find it. But follow us. Uh, we're trying to grow the community a bit and stuff. So you've probably been seeing me liking shit or seeing us like stuff and yeah. follow people and uh, just kind of trying to restart the the engine of, of uh, the podcast. So do that. If you haven't done yeah, it. I mean, and this is like definitely just a song or a song. This is a <laughs> this is a podcast just about Blink fans. So yeah, uh, we, we just want to make we sure we love hearing from people. And like, if if you have any anything you want us to talk about or questions, or you want to uh, give your own kind of opinion on something, definitely always feel free to write in, and we'll probably read it on the show. Yeah, the email address, um, you know, hit us up on the Twitter or Instagram wherever you want, but. Uh, if you want to write something long, uh, 182podcast at gmail.com is the, the official email. And yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, the uh, the one last thing we wanted to kind of bring up. Um, last week, we sort of like featured a song at the end of the episode. Uh, we featured a song by a Phoenix band called After the Calm. Um, they were nice enough to today to repost the episode oh, on their show. Oh, that was or, nice on their Facebook. I saw that, yeah. But uh, it's a good song. It's yeah. A good song. So um, we kind of wanted to just make that a thing as far as just like playing people's songs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'd love to just kind of like feature other pop punk stuff or it doesn't have to be necessarily pop punk, I guess. Maybe but just in the rock genre. We assume if you're listening to <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, whatever you want to submit, you know, that you do is. Yeah. Maybe it's electronic or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Something that we might like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So we want to kind of make it a thing. Um but so I wanted to throw in this one uh, for this episode. Uh, it's another Phoenix band because all the bands I know are from Phoenix. <laughs> uh, it's called the Nani- All the mountains you know. Yeah, all, all the, the mountains, bands you know. all the bands, all the towns. Uh, this band, how we're going to close the show, is uh, called Nanami Ozone. Uh, this band is fucking awesome. They're fucking amazing. This um, is a really good band. They uh, have a tour coming up. Um, it's mostly just the West Coast, so... If you see it, it's going from like Tucson through LA up through California, all the way to Vancouver and Canada and all the way back down. So check it out if you haven't. Uh, It's a good little indie sort of punky shoegazy. I don't know what the hell this is called these days. Just some some (laughs) good music. (laughs) Some of the garages, like garage, yeah. New pornographers, you maybe? Is that? (laughs) Nah, they're not. No. No. (laughs) So yeah. So check that out, and we'll close the show with that, their song. So 
Do you have anything else you want to say, Michael? Yeah, I just feel like if you're going to be listening to that Nanami Ozone song, you're going to be rocked pretty hard, so you might want to have some padding on, so it might be a good idea. (laughs) Put your pants back on?